0: like to welcome everyone to another brand new episode of Talent Talks. Today, I'm joined alongside Ryan Bulkowski of Hydric and Struggles. Ryan, welcome to the show today. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, I really appreciate you uh, jumping on. And, you know, we're going to touch into uh, a really interesting topic right now, and that is artificial intelligence and how it's really uh, affecting the search industry. And I think... Uh, you know this podcast is going to be really informative on what really Hydric and Struggles is uh, going into into the AI industry and uh, you know where they see it going forward within the the next couple of years. So it's uh, definitely going to be interesting. Great. All right, Ryan. So first question: Everyone is talking about AI right now, but who is ahead of the game and using it now, and what is it doing to help businesses?
1: No, that's, a, that's a great question, and let me just underscore your point on everyone talking about AI. There, there was a really great uh, graphic on CB Insights uh, just a couple of months ago talking about the number of mentions that AI received on earnings calls. And in Q3 of 2017, it was mentioned 791 times, which was up uh, from less than 100 times at that same point in 2015 so just in the span okay. of two years uh nearly up by 8x so everyone truly is talking about ai right now <laughs> i think that you know when, you, when you're saying who's ahead in the game who's using it the natural default for most people would be to go talk about the bang and the bat companies right facebook mm-hmm. amazon apple netflix google uh, baidu alibaba tencent just given their multi-billion dollar investments in ai yeah. uh and from there, you might next acknowledge some of the really well-funded venture-backed companies. Maybe it's uh, SenseTime or Darktrace or Palantir or Dataminer. Um, but you know, when you start transitioning that into what, it, what AI is doing to help businesses, that's a really broad category to comment on because there are so many use cases for AI depending on the industry. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. you know, most of us are pretty familiar with using, let's say, LinkedIn. Uh, Obviously, that relies
0: on machine learning-driven algorithms Mm -hmm. in their search function. It helps us identify network connections, but machine learning is also used
1: extensively in financial services for things like risk mitigation or credit card approval or fraud protection. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most of us as consumers, we've experienced the benefits of AI when we order a car service like an Uber or a Lyft because you're leveraging location analytics and um, the drivers availability to create a convenient seamless experience for the rider so really in all areas of life we're experiencing artificial intelligence today even if we don't immediately default to thinking about it in that context.
0: Yeah (laughs) that's a a good point Ryan just because uh, you know it is interesting the time that we're in and that we're uh, you know moving into really at a rapid pace um, a lot faster than probably a lot of people expected so all these new technologies and new enhancements to whether it's recruiting or just any business um, you know people really don't you know sit down and and, you know have it dawn upon them how everything is developing before they even really get a a better understanding of it so it's um really interesting but uh, it's it's also interesting to see how you know some businesses are benefiting from it and some are still you know Lagging behind and not really developing into it quite as fast. It's um, exactly. it's uh, really you know crucial to stay you know up to pace with everything and um you know going forward you gotta adapt to the changing of times. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now so, uh, going into the next question, Ryan, how can companies located outside of the AI hotbeds and in industries other than tech overcome the disadvantages of attracting the right people?
1: I think. It- three ways. Uh, The first is in developing a very clear AI strategy. So an executive team should spend time understanding a specific business need they're looking to solve for uh, utilizing advanced technologies. Second, they need to evaluate the organization's maturity or readiness. So if a company is still struggling with deploying a master data management program, we're ensuring
0: high quality data and availability and security and privacy, they're likely not ready to bring in talent with deep expertise in artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. After all, if,
1: if you don't have high quality data, there's no point in analyzing it uh, <laughs> nor making recommendations because the insights are invalid. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the other piece of, of, of this second area in determining organizational maturity is ensuring that the other functional leaders on the executive team are bought into the role. The CFO, the chief marketing officer, the enterprise head of technology, uh, all should have a cohesive vision and a plan to support that incoming executive.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And then the the third way, um, it's really building an appropriate talent profile to ensure that person can be integrated and retained. Mm -hmm. So what kind of person are you trying to hire? Sometimes an HR leader might come to us and they've received a request from their CEO or someone else on the executive team. They just jumped off a plane, read a really cool article about one of their competitors who uh, has various use cases for implementing artificial intelligence. And they say, I want one of those too. Mm-hmm. But the copycat game, that's not really a recipe for long-term success. And there's, there's no such thing as go find me an AI savior. Mm-hmm. So uh, you need to figure out, you know, am I looking for somebody with a commercial mentality. Maybe you need a, an undergrad in computer sciences and an MBA, or maybe you've already built this really strong foundation of junior data scientists and engineers, but you're lacking an executive leader who can translate the analysis into something that's understandable in business terminology. And mm-hmm. maybe that's a different type of candidate. So, uh, you know, I think, I think holistically you need to ensure that there's an attractive mission statement. So, uh, most of these executives desire to be part of something. Uh, maybe it's social purpose. Maybe it's environmental, environmental sustainability. Maybe it's healthcare. Uh, that can at times prove to be even more motivating than compensation.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think that's uh, you know a really good point, Ryan. Is we're kind of going into the time where something uh, you know all the all the benefits and, and work environment uh, and culture are, are crucial for a decision, and compensation is not really uh the the you know the full metal you know driving the decisions right now it's uh it's really uh more about whether they'll be able to learn whether whether they'll be able to adapt um, and see themselves succeeding in multiple years you know money is always nice in the end it pays the bills but um you know it's whether you can see yourself succeeding and being a successful executive is what's really gonna close the decision yes yeah especially in a space that's just just evolving so rapidly, Mm -hmm. uh, presenting new career opportunities to individuals every
1: single day. Sometimes it's a build, it's a turnaround, it's a transformation with with advanced technologies. Uh, There are plenty of opportunities to become distracted by Mm -hmm. uh, if someone's not fully bought into the problem that they were brought in to
0: solve initially. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Will AI continue to enhance the recruiting process? or? Where do you see AI in the next five years? So enhances is absolutely the right word to use,
1: because that means to elevate or improve the value and the quality of, uh, and in this case the recruiting process. I, I think the benefits really span the entire recruitment life cycle. So there are notable gains found mm-hmm. early on in you know the research and the candidate identification phase. Uh, There are plenty of services available to assist in the administrative process of recruitment, so automated schedulers and chatbots for answering questions that candidates might have. Mm -hmm. And, of course, in in the assessment process, too, uh, removing unconscious bias from an interviewer by using maybe a standardized leadership assessment to complement the interview and the subsequent references that usually come with a hiring process. But if we... You know, talk about AI in five years. You know, if, if only I were a chief futurist or a, a PhD by background, I'd probably have this incredibly immersive answer on <laughs> on where things are going. But you know, in, in talking to an executive a couple of days ago, I liked his response uh, when I asked him a similar question. He said, "You know, when you're we talking about artificial intelligence, you can really only think eighteen to twenty-four months ahead.
0: Mm-hmm. Five years
1: is a lifetime yeah. at the current rate of acceleration." Right. So. Um, you know, there was there was a, a really well-done blog post that came out a couple of weeks ago um, that highlighted as much upside as is discussed in the field of artificial intelligence, it's important to listen to some of the skeptical points of view as well, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the blog post was entitled, something to the effect of an AI winter is well on its way, and it created quite a stir because... People have said, "Well, we're we're past the by winter, and we've already had two of those since the 1950s." Uh, and it dug into the practicality of of deep learning and mm-hmm. uh, whether or not we've we've already kind of reached a plateau. But even when you consider some of that skeptical thinking, if we rewind five years ago from today, most of us wouldn't have anticipated the gains that have been made in self driving vehicles mm-hmm. or Programs like AlphaGo Zero. So it's important to remain optimistic and yet balanced at the same time. We'll achieve general artificial intelligence at some point, uh, and that's going to affect every aspect of our lives. But it's it's really a question of when.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like I referenced earlier, and like you just uh, you know referenced right there, Ryan, just not being you know it's just something that we haven't really been able to keep a keep a close eye on, and it's been I mean, developing faster than we've expected and you know like you said five years ago we wouldn't have we couldn't have imagined um where we are now except for you know what we've seen in the movies like oh maybe that'll be us in you know 20 years but maybe that'll be us in 10 years now you know like uh with all the way technology is developing but you know we talk a lot about all the positives from ai but are you seeing any negatives with all the developments in ai right now and you know more so with the, the humanistic aspect of businesses, is that going to fade away, or are we going to still have little parts of a business where um, you know you need that human connection, you need that human touch to uh, really close a deal?
1: I think you'll you'll always benefit from the direct human touch. Mm-hmm. I think you. You, again, you used the right word earlier about enhancing uh, the process, and whether that's recruiting or sales or marketing or or any any interaction, uh, all of these technologies can can make the uh, process or the interaction improved. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can only it, it can only uplift. Uh, the interactions that we have in in business, uh, there are certainly plenty of opportunities for automation. Uh, and while that may affect the roles that people have uh, in certain industries, that only frees those individuals up for reskilling in the workforce and uh, learning new ways to be better complemented by machines. So, there's really, I think, I think a lot of reason for opting. Uh, for. for or a, a
0: positive outlook. Yes. And I, I definitely agree with you there, Ryan. You know, you want to have a positive understanding of what's going on. And I think that the, the two, the, the humanistic uh, aspect of a business and the AI uh, will, uh, you know, work off one another, like you mentioned. And, you know, we're, the, we're something that will take a lot of time. We'll have AI, you know, step in and cut down the process, whether it's sourcing candidates and recruiting or finding potential prospects for uh, a sale, um, you know, you want all that data and research time cut down because you want to get down to the, you know, the last bit and you want to be able to close on something a lot faster. So I think having the two work together will be really beneficial for all businesses uh, going forward. Yes. Yeah. And that, that's where you
1: see uh, some momentum behind even nonprofit organizations, uh, like the Partnership on Artificial Intelligence, which has been set up to ensure that uh, humanity understands the benefits of AI Mm -hmm. uh, and that people don't default to the killer robot mentality, right? (laughs) We should be talking about the, instead, the benefits of artificial intelligence in society and ensuring that people are well-educated on how it will actually provide a lot of uplift Mm -hmm. for individuals versus massive downside.
0: Yeah. That's uh you know hopefully something that uh everyone is currently understanding and and definitely should understand within, you know, the coming years uh about, you know, where AI is going to go and how it's going to benefit everyone in the long run. Well, that's all the time we have for you today. Well, Ryan, I really appreciate you taking the time to, you know, speak on this very intriguing topic and I'm sure it's going to be something that we're going to be talking about again in the future with uh you know, how everything's developing so far. So um, once again, I really appreciate you taking the time.
1: And it's been a pleasure speaking with you as well. Thank you.
0: All right. Well, that's all we have for you today. Alongside Ryan Polkoski from Hydrogen Struggles, I'm Andrew Mitchell, and this is Talent Talks.